Hey everyone, welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game by criticizing current players. I'm one of your only two hosts tonight, Ryan Stacy, your resident Survivor superfan, who is a little bit befuddled tonight, I'm not going to lie. Um, my my superfan-ness, uh, I don't think prepared me for this one that well, but I am joined by my fabulous co-host, uh, one who has his priorities in order, Josh Wessler. Josh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Enjoyed the finale, and I'm not as befuddled as you, I, I don't think. Do I think that this season ended uh, curiously? Mm. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, am I shell-shocked? No, I'm not. Yeah, this was a situation, you know, before, before we get into spoilers, this was an ending that a lot of people were predicting online, and I honestly, I couldn't see it. I was wrong. The internet was right. So I'll have some things to say about... Survivor's editing team. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that might be the biggest criticism yep. then. <laughs> yes. Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, Derek Kubitschek is not with us tonight because he, he had, is dead. Uh, <laughs> no, his, uh, was, it, was it really only yesterday? Yeah, it was only yesterday. Uh, baby Kubitschek Jr. is here. Uh, they had their baby yesterday on my birthday. How dare they? How dare they? But no, uh, baby's doing well. Uh, so Derek is apparently hanging out with his baby. Uh, instead of being on the podcast, he did watch Survivor and he he texted us all, all of his best and worst players of the the rounds of play stuff like that. But uh, the fact that he's not here and is spending time bonding with his child is disturbing lack of uh, clear priorities. I will say. Yeah, he did say that he uh, did leave the baby alone for three hours for the entire finale. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> they did uh, send us a photo of the baby wearing the buff, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. That was great. He was so cute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the finale of Survivor 41. Very obvious spoilers coming, I yeah, guess. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll get into our thoughts on everything, um, and we'll read off what Derek says, and yeah. It's a, it's going to be a grand old time. And I guess also before we get started, uh, just wanted to give a thank you, basically, to everyone for uh, listening along this season. Since uh, I, I would I would think that most people listen through the entire podcast, but if you're uh, the type of person who doesn't, a couple of things we might mention at the end as well. Go check out some of our other content. We do a rewind series and everything like that. Since this is the last episode, uh, wanted to shout out that stuff. Others you might not be hearing from us for a yep. little a little bit. Um, so thanks for joining along. There is other content from yep. us out there. So go and take that listen if you uh, join the bandwagon this uh, for the first time this season. Yeah, our rewind series. We went back. And we watched a bunch of old seasons of Survivor. We've done the first eighteen so far. We are hoping to do more. Um, we will get into that at the end of the podcast. So, uh, but yeah, thanks thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. Are uh, you ready to jump into this beast, Josh? Yeah, let's go. All right. So starting at the final five. Uh, Eric is kind of pissed at Deshaun because he really threw her under the bus at the end of the previous episode. And Ricard's like, yes, focus on Deshaun. Definitely don't <laughs> look this way. Uh, and meanwhile, Heather's pissed at Erica because of what Deshaun said now. Like, oh, Erica didn't want to take Heather to the end. But in the end, none of this matters. No. None of that matters. No. It really doesn't. But, I mean, it it sets it up to... it. This first part of the episode is one big ruse, basically. Yep. Just trying to make you doubt the obvious. Yes. They are giving in, in tree mail an advantage clue. Basically, it's a word scramble. You have to solve the word scramble, and then it's a clue to find an advantage on the island. And it turns out it's an advantage that will give you uh, uh, an advantage in the challenge. And uh, Erica is the last one to solve the puzzle, but still manages to find it anyway, which is kind of funny. Kind of a metaphor for her game. She's like the last, you know, besides Heather, she's the last one to really get started playing. But she 
But she stumbles across it anyway. Yeah, she wins. She wins the game. Uh, spoiler alert, Erica wins. <laughs> what? Ryan! Yeah. So Erica, she gets an advantage in the immunity challenge, which allows her to win. So Erica gets immunity at the final five. Yeah, uh, the, the note for uh, her advantage or whatever said... While this is a small advantage, it'll get it'll help you along your way. Basically, it wasn't that small. It was a pretty big advantage. I, th- I thought advantage. Uh, like she, she was basically on the puzzle and two st- like two stages of the challenge ahead of everyone else. Yep. Um, um, and she only narrowly beat Ricard in the actual puzzle. So like this did it. This yeah, did it. For Ricard her. probably would have won, and he probably wins the game. I don't know how good he is at fire making, but. Yeah. Honestly, he probably might have won that Final Four immunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he could have won that. So, yeah, this could have changed everything. But like, this is something I don't mind because um, we've had in the past where if you win, you, you win a challenge to gain an advantage in the next challenge. It's just like a different way of doing it this time. It was fine. They they basically had to win a challenge to get this advantage. You had to solve the puzzle and find it. It was, it was just a mini at-home camp kind of challenge. Um. They haven't done it specifically this way before, but I was totally fine with it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I have no, no problem uh, with the way that this was done. She gets to bring someone on reward with her to get food, and it's like a really good meal. Uh, she makes a brilliant choice and picks Heather, because giving Heather food is not going to help her win any challenges. Heather's not going to win the challenges, but it also gives her a chance to patch up that relationship. It's brilliant pick for Erica. Oh, yeah. It, it is it, it is the easiest one. Uh, I hope she saw it as that easy. Yeah. Uh, and even if you do give Heather enough energy to win the challenge, oh, no. <laughs> she won. <laughs> and she's probably going to bring you. Yeah, probably. So Xander has his idol. It's come down to Ricard or Deshaun, uh, who is going home at five. So there's the easy pick, or there's... The guy you're kind of pissed at, who probably doesn't have too many friends in the jury. And boy, oh boy, do they milk this. Ah, the old doing what's smart versus what you think is uh, the right thing to do. Yeah, because Ricard, he, he he goes the emotional route, which is pretty smart on, his, on him. And he's like, I have a baby due next week. Uh, they, baby might be here already, hmm? but I'm here playing Survivor. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, how dare you? <laughs> and he's like trying to get Xander to play the idol on him instead, which would have been so funny. Well, and he didn't even bring that up. Xander, Xander brought, brought that up. up, which at that point, I my, my mind was blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, is Xander actually going to do this? Is this how Ricard wins? Nope. Unfortunately not. <laughs> and I mean, there is zero circumstance no. here where Ricard should be saved. No. Like, everyone should be voting for him. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. The, everybody loses in a landslide. Even Queen Erica loses. Yep. Uh, Ricard beats everyone, so they go to tribal council. It's it's four votes for Ricard, one vote for uh, Deshaun. Xander plays the idol for himself, which is a smart thing to do. Josh, was this the right move? Ah, yes. <laughs> the rightest of rights move. One of the most obvious votes in Survivor, like, or not, uh, one of the most obvious right moves in Survivor history. Like, duh. Yeah. Now, given how much uh, everyone was applauding and bowing down to our winner in uh, the final tribal council, basically. If you toss Ricard in there, what, what's the vote spread look like, do you think? Hmm. Like, say, like, swap him out for Deshaun. Swap him out for Deshaun. He might get every vote except one. I would, be, I would bet... Well, okay. If Heather's on the jury, Heather would probably vote for Erica. But I would imagine everyone else votes Ricard, because nobody's mad at Ricard. Nobody. No one's mad at Erica. 
True, true, but I, Ricard played such a dominant game, and I, I just, you know. Apparently, Erica did too. Apparently. <laughs> we'll get into that. I have some thoughts on that. I know, this, that, but, yeah, that's um, why I just kind of wanted to toss it out there because, yeah. like, it was so, it, it's so obvious that it's such a big threat. And then, like, once the biggest threat in the game is out of the game, then apparently there's a new best player in this entire game that yep. no one has ever heard of. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have some questions with the editing. But I want to bring that up at the final three. Yeah. So we'll get there. For best player of the final five, I had Erica because she found the advantage. She won immunity. She made up with Heather and she got rid of her card. It's a great run to play for Erica. Yeah, I also had Erica for everything you really said. And 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 really, it's no, I don't, I don't think really anyone played poorly here. It's just that she, she won both the available challenges here and took out the biggest threat. Yeah. And then made up with Heather. It's like a bonus. Yeah. And uh, Derek did say the same thing as yeah. well. Derek, Derek's like said, Ricard was the right move, obviously. Um, he said best was Erica. Uh, Josh, who did you have for worst player of the final five? This was a little tricky. I, I ended up saying nobody. If you, if you want to put something around like a Deshaun for anything back at camp, just the way that he's talking with, with Erica, maybe. But it's it's not really anything, so I, I couldn't give it to someone. Yeah, and I, I agree. And as does Derek, so no worst player at the final five. Hooray. Uh, I also did uh, tweet out uh, after, uh, I actually did quite a bit of, quite a few polls tonight. Yep. For good reason. There was a lot of stuff going on. And shockingly, I think this is a pretty low number, but I tweeted out, uh, did the right person go home for the first vote uh, in the finale? 87.5% of people said yes. That should be 100%. That should be 100%. Anybody who voted no on that one, you're, you're just wrong. <laughs> flat out wrong. Just flat out wrong. Come on, Twitter. You're so close. Yeah. Like you're technically right, but you should. That should be a hundred percent. Yeah, you get a you get a B, B plus. <laughs> uh, so at the final four, Deshaun is worried, and and this is, goes back to like the very first episode, one of the early episodes of the season, where he's worried because he's very bad at making fire. And he's tried, but he's just not good at it. Somehow, so, <laughs> like how how do you come on Survivor? We go over this at, yeah. literally every single season. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't have the natural talent for it. Okay. Fine. Um, sure. But you get it. You just gotta practice. Work harder. I guess it's like being a bad swimmer. Someone could say, why don't you learn how to swim before coming on Survivor? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, sometimes it's not that easy. And, and Heather did, though. You know, we, we that got brought up tonight because Heather had an incident when she was a kid where she almost drowned and she mm-hmm. didn't go in the water for 30 years. And now she, she learned to swim and was yeah. on Survivor. She didn't do great, but she did it. She did it. Yeah. So immunity challenge. This is a new one. It, it's kind of like the, the one where they have to stack like the blocks, but they, they built a whole new like balance beam kind of thing on it. Uh, kind of like a rocking horse style. It was a good challenge. Looked really hard. I would be terrible at this. Yeah, I feel like we got just like a mesh together version of like a bunch of different like final immunity challenges that we've seen. Looked really hard. You got to balance with your feet. You got to balance with your hands. Make sure you're not putting too much pressure anywhere. Make sure that when you're sliding back, you're not putting too much pressure upward on the rope to to flip your letters over. Xander wins. Yeah. So Deshaun and Heather both warn Xander that Erica can beat him. So the, the his focus should be on taking her out. Okay. It turns out that's true. Apparently. Apparently this is true. So Xander, he wants to take Erica to the end with him to not give her that flashy moment of winning fire. And there's some logic to that. Um, Even when he has to explain himself to the jury, once he explains himself, they're like, oh, okay, we get it. There is logic to it. But I think where I'm at, now that we've had quite a, a few data points, unfortunately, on this Final Four fire-making twist, I think what you have to do is if you win immunity, who is your biggest threat? you got to figure out who that is. 
and then you have to put in the best person at making fire against him, even if that's yourself. Uh, like Chris Underwood did back in Edge of Extinction. So I think what Xander should have done is jumped into fire to take on Erica and knock her out of the game himself. Yeah, this is tough. It's a big this ass. Is, this is so tough. Personally, I find it really hard for me to ever think of a situation where I would put my game on the line when I'm already guaranteed to be at final tribal council. Unless I am the goat that was brought to the end and it's a Hail Mary pass. There's no reason that uh, fire making should win or save you a game. It, it shouldn't. So I, I don't think I would put myself in there. I think I would find the next best person at making fire and put him against Erica. So I, I did not perceive Deshaun as being as little of a threat as what he was. Mm. Um, so if I was in Xander's shoes, I would have put Erica and Deshaun against each other because... It seemed like Deshaun was fine enough at fire making, and Erica just wasn't apparently. But um, Howard, was she trying? I, I think she, I think she's putting on a show. Maybe and maybe just like look how bad I am. Like you can't trust me to take out Deshaun if it's, that's what they want. It's I don't know. really hard to say. We we don't know if Erica was putting on a show or if she's just you know it just took her forever that one time on the edge. It, it's a crapshoot. I I really don't like the fire making challenge. I want it gone. This one's the best one we've had, but I would rather just not have it. I don't I don't know how we can get any better. Like we we have seen it all from the fire making challenge. We saw it come from behind back and forth win tonight that was separated by mere seconds. Yeah. In the past we saw people bring themselves give up immunity and put themselves in the fire making challenge to win to get themselves the overall win right. in Survivor. I, I think that's about as much as a fire making challenge can do. We we've been against it basically from the beginning yes. but even like given our bias like put that put all that aside what you can gain from it i feel like has just run its course it's much more exciting when at the final four it's a 2-2 tie and then we get fire making that's so much more exciting than guaranteeing to have it every season i'm just i'm tired of it you know i, I never liked it i i i it's better now that everyone knows about it instead of what happened here with Steelers Hustlers, but I just don't like it, and I, I would wish it was gone. Like, that's something I would get rid of. Uh, Jeff, listen to this podcast and get rid of Final Four Fire Making <laughs> and be better at your job. And I feel like a lot of people are on the same page with us, too. Yeah, there's a few people out there who like it, but those people are wrong. I mean, I can't deny it how exciting it was. Like, it was super entertaining tonight. Yeah, this was the best one we've had. I can't deny that. So, Xander, he kind of, at Tribal Council, he, he talks about how he thinks the jury doesn't respect Erica and Heather's game. And it seems like the jury's kind of annoyed at him for where that. And this might be this might be the start of Xander's downfall here, at least in the edit, where he just has a bad read on what the jury thinks. Yeah, and this is where I don't... And I don't know what the solution to this is, but I think it's become more and more apparent the last, I don't know, several seasons, just... I don't. I don't know if it's a link to like social media or anything, or like uh, the way that people are viewed after the game, or like wanting to be kind of in the spotlight of it at all. But I feel like we're getting more and more animated juries, yeah. And that's a big, big, big pet peeve of mine, sure. because it gives away what they're thinking, and people try to read the jury, and you get like not even like subtle like nods up and down that people don't even like really know that they're doing just because they're agreeing with what someone is saying but they're getting really obvious like whispering and like just animated yeses and nos and shaking of heads that i i don't think should be uh allowed sure 
from the jury. The, the jury's not allowed to talk. And this is basically the same thing as talking. Now, when that goes back to Xander, he completely, uh, apparently misread yeah. the jury. So take that from that what you, you will. I, I tend to agree with you. I think it gives us some funny moments from the jury. So I will never go to this because it's great TV. Yeah. No. So. And, um, and I understand why. It's just, it's just something that frustrates me every single time I see it. That's fair. So Xander, he puts, uh, he brings Erica to the end and he puts uh, Deshaun and Heather into fire making and really, really close. It looks like Heather's going to blow Deshaun out of the water, but Deshaun mm. makes an awesome comeback and wins by seconds. Yeah, he got out to the lead, too, yeah. to begin with. And, and we, who would have thought he- Heather, had it. <laughs> Heather did not make the end? Shocking. <laughs> All the way back to, I'd say probably like, maybe like an episode or two after the merge, when all of the goats were out of the game, it was pretty obvious that like, all right, well, Heather, see you at Final Travel Council, bye. I don't think anyone predicted the, the final three no. that we get. Xander, no. Deshaun, Eric, should have three. No, no. So credit to Survivor on that one. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, this, is, this is the best final three I think that we've gotten in. I, I don't even know how long. Boy, I have to think back on that one. Like the most like all-around competent gameplay from mm-hmm. three the finalists. Not winners of war, just because Natalie got voted out of the game and came back in. So, mm-hmm. no. Uh, I don't think the idols had Nora. Yeah. <laughs> Edge of Extinction, that's a weird one. Chris shouldn't have been there anyway. And yeah. then uh, Julie wasn't great. Yeah. Then David vs. Goliath had Angelina, who wasn't great. Ghost Island had Laurel, who wasn't great. The 35, here's here's Hustlers, Ben shouldn't have been there. That was the first fire-making challenge, so that one I'm going to dismiss as well. Because Ben should have had no business being there. Game Changers, Troyzan didn't do anything. Millennials versus Gen Gen X. That one was interesting, but Ken really didn't do much either. Adam and Hannah were both good. Co-Wrong might be the best one uh, with Michelle, Aubrey, and Ty. I think you have to go all the way back to Co-Wrong. That's a good final three. Yeah. Uh, I think that might be the last really strong final Mm -hmm. three. Yeah. And whether or not this one is better or worse than, than that one, it, it, it says how long it's been, yeah. like how, how much, how, how important it actually usually is to just like string along and go. And, yeah. and I mean, it's a good strategy. And you know, this is the first time where I didn't feel that way. You know, I felt yeah. all three had compelling cases. Yeah. I, I think you could have made an argument for all of them. Yeah, for sure. And um, criticisms too. Yes, for sure. None of them were perfect. That's fun. You know, we yeah. don't want like the perfect player every season. I don't want a perfect game. I don't. I don't want a seven zero or in this case eight zero like yeah. vote. It's it's not. That's not. It's not fun going into final tribal and knowing, knowing who's who it is. Win. I mean, in this case, like not even like only like a couple minutes into final tribal, like I already knew who was going to win, and yeah. that that took all the fun out of it. Yeah. But did Xander make the right move at fire making? What do What do you think? Final <laughs> Final answer. What What do you think? Bold. It, it was a bold decision to do what he did and with his strategy. Ultimately, it was the wrong decision. His main motivation, if, if you want to look at it that way, was to lessen the threat level of Erica. And wh- wh- how does he do that? He puts Heather in the game to take out Deshaun so that they have the same game. And then Erica and Heather can have maybe split votes. Sure. That's, that's his hope, um, or at least that's what he says it is. I think you have just as good of a chance of that happening if you toss Erica in the fire making against Deshaun and Erica wins. I don't think it helps her game really. It's not going to put her over the edge if she wins fire making. If people were going to vote for her before, they're going to vote for yeah. her now anyways. Uh, it's not going to swing them. And then you still have Heather already in the final three and you take out Deshaun. So I, I, I don't I don't really see the final logic in it from him. 
Derek and I are both on the same page where I think the optimal move for Xander would be to go up against Eric himself and knock her out of the game. Hmm. It's a big ask, but I think that's the proper move. It's a big ask. Uh, I'll go back to saying I thought that Deshaun was a larger threat than what it actually came out to be. So I think that you guarantee yourself taking out a threat either way by putting Erica against Deshaun. Best player of the Final Four. What do you got? It was a little tricky, but I ended up going with Deshaun for winning Final Four Firemaking. It was a great move on his part. It got him into Final Three. It seemed like he was the worst firemaker of the group, so he did, did a good job. He had a reputation for being a Repu- bad firemaker. Yeah. There was so. nothing really confirmed. It was just all from what he had said. Yeah, but he had been telling people that, too. So yeah. I think, and the way the jury reacted, it seemed like they were really impressed that he pulled mm-hmm. it off. Uh, Derek and I were both on the same page. We thought Deshaun was the best player mm-hmm. of the Final Four. For worst player, I'm going to end up giving it to Xander because of his poor performance at Tribal Council and the way he spoke about what the jury was thinking. I don't think that helped him at all. And then ultimately, I think he made the wrong move with, with the fire-making choice. Yeah, I I kept battling just my own thoughts on this one between Xander and not giving out a worse player, just because he did win immunity. Sure. Like he won final immunity and was able to make this decision. Now I I do think it was the incorrect decision, and I do think that he didn't do a great job articulating his thoughts to the jury. But if he doesn't win immunity, he's going to be banking fire. Like anyone who's left in the game is going to probably be bringing Heather to the end and sending Xander to fire to fire making and he could very likely be out of the game sure so that's where I battled back and forth with with it just valuing immunity enough to offset the worst player of the episode I'm still gonna give it to him sure Um, but it's it's like (laughs) fractions of a percent (laughs) difference and Derek agrees so we're on the same page as Xander um, let's move on to the final tribal council. We got three people left. Woo! Xander, Eric, and Deshaun. Basically, uh, Danny kind of asked the first major question, and he wants everyone to break down their gameplay strategy throughout. Xander talks about how he used Ricard as a shield. Um, Deshaun kind of focuses on his social game, which Ricard immediately calls out and be like, um, dude, you tried to throw every person under the bus at any second you could. Your social game wasn't that great. Fair. I mean, fair, but so does everybody else. True. And I think Deshaun needed to focus on that more. Like, yeah, of course I was throwing people under the bus. I wanted to get along with people, so I could throw whoever I wanted under the bus. That's the way I would have played. I'd be like, you know, have that social game where you can work with anyone and then can betray anyone, too. And Erica focuses on how she kind of built an army of allies, so she had options to go with. Okay. But what's interesting to me is Ricard's, like, loves Erica. And he's like, we had a great bond, all this stuff. We had a great social connection. And it seems like a lot of the jury didn't have that social connection with you. And they, they mentioned that Erica's social game was really good with some people, but not really good with other people. So how does Erica win this thing? Okay, do we talk about this now or at the end? We can talk about it now. <laughs> I have issues with, and I've always kind of had issues with this format. I think this new format needs to go away. Oh, okay. I, I think they need to go back to asking their single questions to the to the jury or multiple if you're going to ask them each something different, whatever it might be. Because I, th- I think there is too much left off of the contestants who are still in the game. I feel like with Deshaun and Erica and Xander, they didn't really do much here in Final Tribal Council. Yeah, they, they, they explained a little bit of their games, but I felt like there was more championing coming from the jury members trying to explain why they were voting for the person that they were voting for. You saw it with Ricard, uh, and you saw it 
I mean, Nasir didn't actually end up voting for Xander, but yeah. he was really kind of fighting for Xander yeah. there. And they have conversations with with them, which I, I do like the conversational like side of it. So maybe there's some sort of in-between. But the, the real issue that I have is I feel like they try to lead the people who are still the people who are still in the game into the direction that they think is right to make it them look better sure. in front of the jury. And at that point, the people in the final three aren't playing their own game. Like it, it's, it's frustrating to me. Like just ask a question and let Erica answer. Sure. Don't lead her into the correct answer because you think that she had a great game because you were close with her maybe. And other people weren't. That is that has to be seen as a fault in her game that she might not have been as close with some other people that are on the jury. Well, I think you could do the whole like leading and champion thing with the one question format. We saw it a few times throughout the season. So I always liked the new format. I don't think it's as compelling for TV, but I think it's a way to try and negate. You know, sometimes you would get like jurors who were pissed off and they would ask kind of stupid questions just trying to make the other person look bad. And I think that prevents this a little bit more because it's a conversation. You know, we didn't really see it this time, but like in Winners at War, we saw jurors call out other jurors for their BS. So I've always I've, I've always been a fan of this format. So that, that part didn't bother me. I think what is bothering me about this Erica win is the editing. I think that's the main problem with it because we go back to the pre-merge. We basically didn't see Erica. She was like almost never there. And then she pops up at the merge, finally, with the time travel thing. And then she shows up sporadically through the end. And then she had a, a, a solid final episode here. But it's just like, we just didn't see enough of her game. And that's not a, that's not a detriment to her. I think that's just the, the Survivor editors. And then you take Xander, who got such a positive edit this entire season. All these confessionals that are like classic winner quotes, just setting him up to be the winner. And not really showing his faults and flaws very often. Um, and I just feel like the Survivor editors kind of screwed this one up. Show us what... Because Xander's going to get zero votes. I, I don't understand that. You know, how does that happen? What aren't we seeing? There's We're missing something. We are missing something. And I don't know what it is. And that's frustrating. And I mean, I, the thing that is also frustrating to me, um, and, and maybe there's some sort of solution because I feel like I feel like this final tribal was carried by Ricard. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I think that he talked way too much. I, I, I'm okay with the same person bringing up multiple points or multiple questions to different individuals, and that's fine. But I feel like he had asked far too many things or, or, or tried to get Erica to say too many things. And then also did the opposite to Deshaun because he didn't want Deshaun to win. I don't uh, think anybody wanted Deshaun to win. And I mean, and, 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 that's, and that's fine and all, but... I would have liked to hear more from other jury members. Sure. And I feel like we didn't really get that because there were, I don't, I don't know, four points that were brought up by Ricard uh, sure. during Final Tribal. So that, that was my big issue with it. Um, as far as the editing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty bad. Um, you know, you have your first female winner in, what, seven seasons or whatever it's been, and this is the edit you give her? Yeah. That's questionable. It, it felt like, it kind of felt like Michelle. Yeah, very Michelle, and I went back and rewatched Ko Rong a few years ago, because I'm like, okay, because at the time, I'm like, how did Michelle win this game? She really doesn't do much until the finale, and I went back and rewatched, and that's still pretty true. She really, she just heated up right at the end, mm -hmm. and I, I think that's a similar thing where, you know, with Aubrey, we should have seen more of the faults in Aubrey, like, why were people pissed at Aubrey for whatever reason, and so Survivor editors, they need to get 
better at it. One of the issues that I had was that people kept championing Erica's social game for whatever reason being, uh, and, and I think it was because Deshaun's was so bad. <laughs> um, so they're like, Deshaun, your social game sucks. Look at Erica. She, she is the shining example of what your social game should be. But then you, you have on the opposite side, like Ricard arguing that like, there's like her social game didn't come through to a bunch of people. So yeah. I, that's where I felt so much disconnect. Then they focus on Xander's social awareness being the reason he lost, uh, his lack of social awareness. Ugh. And there was a little bit of times where he didn't have a complete read on the situation, but there's other times where, like, his idol read game, and then, um, oh, there's another one. Like, when Ricard tried to trick him into playing the idol, and then when he did the whole fake out with the, uh, uh, the knowledge is power advantage. Like, he had a lot of awareness of the game. Yeah, that really frustrated me. And I think, uh, unfortunately, I think that this was more... This is a fault that could be put on Xander more than anything for not explaining sure. his game as much. Because, yeah, like, I can think of a handful of examples. A lot of them had to were surrounding advantages, but... That's the social awareness side, awareness of what people had, uh, what kind of advantages people had, and what kind of reads you had on uh, if a vote was coming your way and whether or not to play an advantage. And the fact that he had an idol from the pre-merge that lasted all the way to final five, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That That is proof that you have social awareness, that you played that or didn't play it at the perfect times. And I, I, don't, I guess I, he didn't articulate that well enough. I guess. Last one, major one I want to bring up, uh, Danny gives props to, uh, props to Erica for playing such a, a game where she had everyone underestimate her all the time. Um, True. And, you know, there's a, one thing that they mentioned is Erica was on the right side of every vote, um, which I don't think that... I know Xander wasn't, and I don't think Deshaun was either. Deshaun was not either. So that that is a point to Erica where she, she got every vote right. So, you know, props to her. It ends up being seven votes for Erica, one for Deshaun, that's from Danny, and then zero for Xander, which is wild. I uh, was not predicting that. So the question is, who would we have voted for? Because we, we get rid of the question, like, who should have won? Because, you know, that one's hard to say. The right person won because the right person won. But who would we have voted for? So for me personally, I think there was a lot of recency bias with the negativity in Deshaun's game. And maybe I'm holding the strategic side too heavily because looking back, he didn't win a single challenge. He did well in basically in in all of them, it seemed like. But it seemed like he always finished like second or third in, in so many of these challenges. So, I mean, that side of the game, the physical game, he was basically a zero. Just res- be the result side of it. He had a great social game when it came to the building blocks of it. And I don't think like the way that it would crumble for him the way that uh, he might betray people. Obviously the truth bomb and that kind of thing. Those obviously aren't good. There are a couple of people that he burned at the end, but you're always going to burn like people at the end. If you don't, you're, you're nearing goat status because you're not making moves. And if I'm thinking of like all the moves that he made in like the early post merge, I would have had a hard time not voting for Deshaun, but I think I also would have voted for Xander above, above Erica. It, it, it might be uh, a bad take, but I think that I would have actually gone with Deshaun. Okay. Um, that's I, that's probably me valuing uh, the strategic t- side a little too much. Uh, and the negative parts of his social game, not enough. But I think that's what I would have gone with. I think I would have voted for Xander based on the information we're presented with. Clearly, we're not getting everything. So, But based on what we saw... Xander and Erica tied for physical game. They both won two. Social game and strategic game, though, I think I would give the edge to Xander. 
Uh, we just weren't shown enough of Erica. So based on what we saw, I think I would have voted for Xander. And Derek, Derek says uh, Xander as well. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we weren't there. And they know something we don't. Yeah. They, um, and they, that's frustrating they, for me. Yeah, they obviously do. There is very obviously something that we're missing. I know going into the season, there was a lot of talk around trying to get a female winner sure. as well. I hope that wasn't uh, a reasoning for voting for Erica solely because she was a woman. Sure. Maybe it could have flipped like one or two people, but I mean, it was still seven to one. So yeah. like, I, I don't think that seven people made that their only right. reasoning. So we have to assume that there's something that we missed. Yes. Um, and that's, that's, that's very frustrating for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to understand, help me understand survivor. And I just, I don't. <laughs> So uh, I'll be really interested to read uh, interviews in the next couple of days and try yeah. and get something. I, I hope we get more than what we got at uh, like the reunion show yeah. because it didn't really explain a whole lot. Right. It, it was more of the same conversation that happened at Final Tribal. Yeah, and you know it's tough because they have to do it live right then and there, so it's not as insightful as I'd like it to be. But you know I understand why they did it. I, mm-hmm. you know, don't hold it against them because who knows what it was going to be uh, now. So that's fine. Um, let's wrap up the season. Sure. Uh, we'll get into best and worst player of the season, and and for best and worst player of the season, we only give this award out to people who made the merge. Uh, we can throw Sydney in there too because of the BS twist. We'll, we'll put her uh, up on the as an option to give best or worst player of the season. But everybody who didn't make the merge, we don't count them because that's like too easy. So for best player of the season, I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's Ricard. Just a triple threat across the board. Yeah, I would agree. He had a fantastic social game. Read it read situations amazingly especially when it came to like things like the shan vote and and when to cut ties with everyone whenever needed and then he won two four oh, gee, four four individual i gotta double check it might be three okay maybe it was four including like uh rewards yeah yeah i think it was three in a reward okay i think that's right i think yeah all around I, th- I don't even think it's close honestly I- yeah, it, I think it's Ricard, and this is one of the biggest gaps we've ever had yeah. between first and second place. I will say, there are a lot of good players yep. on this season, but great? Ricard is a great player. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I grew to like the guy a lot, because I didn't like him at first, but I, I really I turned around on Ricard, and I was, I was bummed to see him go. There's still a couple of things that annoy me from him. Like his, his like I mentioned, his interjecting so much yep. in Final Tribal Council. But other than that, I, I really started to like him, and I... I hope he comes back. Yeah. I hope he plays again. And it's really impressive considering he's deaf in one ear. The fact that he's able to do so well. Impressive. Very impressive. Yep. Hope the kid's doing good. Yep. Uh, how about worst player of the season? Who do you got? Kind of going off the back of there's so many good players. This was actually tough. I ended up going with Heather. Not because she was necessarily a bad player. Just because she didn't really do anything. And when you have enough good players out there. If you are just a neutral. Just body taking up space out there that's going to be enough to get you worst player uh the only really bad move that she had was the live tribal situation wasn't great. otherwise she didn't really obviously she didn't really do much in like challenges or anything like that uh derek agrees with you uh, heather i'm gonna go with liana just because she was willing to destroy her own game for shan <laughs> And I no, like that's like great. You would be friends after the game. That's wonderful, but you shouldn't be willing to lose Survivor to anyone else. Period. Now, this wasn't actually in the game. It was uh, at the uh, reunion after show, whatever. But Shan said she would have done the same. Yeah, and that's Shan, bad on Shan said she would have been okay getting fourth place if the four of them would have made it. So I'd. I don't know how true that is. That's easy to say once you're out of the game. Um, it's easy to say when you're the best player of those four, 
and you know, okay, and, and to lose it fourth place would be fire making. It's not exactly the same thing. Yeah. So I, that's a little different coming from Shan because she would have beaten all of them. Yeah, <laughs> easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's jump into a couple of things we do on the rewind series. Anything you want to say on Jeff Watch? I mean, that's Derek's spot. Yeah, for the season as a whole, Jeff Watch is kind of. It does seem a little bit more of a. I, I you know what? I was going to say it's kind of a new era of Jeff, but I feel like it's more a continuation of what we saw in season 40 and season 40 seemed to be more of like the new era of Jeff, uh, where it's just a lot more him trying to be fun and a little bit more personable and and not as much just like stern Jeff, which there's, there's times where it can be fun. Uh, but a lot of times I kind of wish we had classic old Jeff. Jeff's Uh, idea of fun is like a board game where a bunch of bunch of wacky twists (laughs) can happen. Like go host a game show. Yeah. Obvious, uh, fourth wall, breaking uh that's the pro- that's probably the biggest yeah. jeff watch that happened this season uh jeff continues to annoy me more than ever yeah. <laughs> that's my je- updated jeff watch I, th- I think we all know that from uh from you <laughs> weather report didn't seem like horrible there was that one really bad storm like no there was like two there's two yeah weather report wasn't too bad overall conditions were tough obviously uh it was only 26 days yeah, but no um, but yeah if you want to talk about food in the realm of environment that was they did keep Rough. trying to say that, like, oh, this is the toughest eat ever. I'm like, no, no, no. Survivor Africa and Survivor Guatemala still exist. <laughs> no, thank you. Give me an 11 mile hike. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Survivor 41 is tough. Not the toughest season ever. I would have hated, hated, hated going to that new beach and sleeping without any shelter in the rain. That would have been, been miserable after so... 23 days or whatever it was. Because, like,. They did something similar with Island of the Idols, where it's like, oh, you're going to go live on a new beach, and it's a giant mansion that Rob and Sandra built. That's right. <laughs> Look, you're literally the opposite. Last thing, uh, Josh, you are a memorability consultant. Uh, technically. <laughs> so normally, you know, when we, in our Rewind series, I, we always ask you, what did you think the most memorable moment of the season was? So I'm going to do that for you right now. What did you, what do you, looking back on the season as a whole, what is the thing you remember most about it? I'm just going to say the first thing that popped into my head. Surprise! I, I actually didn't expect it to be this, but surprisingly, it was the hourglass. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it was made to be this giant thing in the game, and it actually did have an impact on the game. Uh, who knows what would have happened if it didn't exist? Yeah, Erica could have gotten voted out there. Erica could have gotten voted out. This twist is worse than ever. <laughs> so that's why it, it, it popped into my mind uh, as probably one of the most memorable things. Close runner-up, I think, would be the idle phrases. Mm-hmm. I would I would also like nominate the Shan vote when, oh, yeah. when Shan got yep. voted out. Um and then the other really, really good one was when Liana tried to do the knowledge is power uh twist on Xander oh, and it failed. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all I think good honorable mentions. That's a, that's a good one, yep. So depends on whether you want to go negative or positive. Yeah, yours are a little more negative. positive. Yours are a lot more strategic and mine is more just like here's this random feature they wanted to toss in there. So I was thinking about like what moment got me the most hyped throughout the mm-hmm. entire season and then but then in your hourglass like what is the opposite of hype? <laughs> that so yeah, it depends it's on memorable. Which Unfortunately. <laughs> if I, if I would say hype, I would definitely go with the Shan vote, I think. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Josh we're done with season 41. Yeah. We got 42 coming up next. I'm excited. Um, hopefully they fix some stuff, but I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, and then the one other thing that I wanted to ask you, or maybe we could have a little bit of a conversation of is from this season, who do you want to see back? Ooh, there's a lot of people. And who do you think will be back? 
Oh boy, because because that could be two different answers. <laughs> like even going to the pre-merge, JD would be fun to have again. I could see him come back. Voce, I think had a, a, a bad rap. I'd like to see him I, back. I would like to see him back. I think he has zero shot. Zero shot. Back. Uh, Sydney was so much fun. I would mm-hmm. love to see Sydney come back. Tiffany was great. Evie was great. Nasir I, was great. I think Evie. Yeah, I think Evie and Nasir have good chances. Shan should probably play again. Almost certainly. Ricard. Deshaun, I'd like to see Danny back. Uh, Xander, 100% deserves to play again. This was a solid cast. Solid, solid cast. Um, almost everyone in the post-merge play again. Uh, obviously, uh, season 42 doesn't start till March, I think. So we're going to have a little bit of downtime here. I would like to bring back the Survivor Rewind series during our little break here. We have, Next would be season 19, Samoa. It really depends on Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, literally yesterday, he had a kid. So I don't know how much time he will have. He says, I can, you know, I'll watch it while I'm watching the kid. But it's also like, dude, you're going to fall asleep, uh, like in the middle of an episode trying to do this. So I, big question mark on the Star Rewind series during this off season. I would, I would imagine we'd get something out. Yeah, I would, you know, especially because we have a little bit longer one because the Olympics are in February. I would bet we get one. Yeah, maybe two, maybe two. And for context, we're uh, we just finished Token Sheens yep. season eighteen. So next up would be nineteen. So we're we're heading into a good time here. I think that uh, getting getting two seasons in there would be pretty yeah. pretty cool to do this off season. Yeah, nineteen if, if possible. Ideally, I would like to do nineteen to twenty in the off season. I think that would be perfect. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, so for anyone who has seen those seasons and would be excited to listen to our podcasts, get hyped. Get hyped. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just keep following us on Twitter, at CastawayPod. And if those come out in this off season, those that's where they'll be. Well, that's where we'll let you know. Yeah. Obviously, uh, subscribe wherever you listen. Spotify, Apple. We're, we are on all platforms, as far as I can tell. We're even on Facebook now. It auto, it auto fills on uh, our Facebook page if you really want to follow us on there. Uh, Someone out there just said, okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> uh it's for a specific audience. Yep. Uh, we, we we have some listens that come through on Facebook, so don't knock it. But yeah, we, we are literally anywhere that you can listen. So subscribe to us and then we'll be right in your feed once we release an episode. Gosh, this was fun. Yeah, I liked it. It, it was uh, nice without Derek. Yes, <laughs> screw Derek. Uh, you know, it is kind of funny. We've had one episode... Uh, each of the season where one of us hasn't shown up. So yep. that's kind of funny. We got to little little change of pace. Yeah. Try a little differently. And it says something when uh, it's always longer when it's me and Derek talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the podcast where it was just you and Derek and it was just a regular episode is longer than your and my finale coverage. Finale, great. All right. Anything else, Josh? Uh, no, I, I think I'm good. All right, this has been the Castwick Consultants. Got, got nothing, nothing else for you. you. Good night. <laughs>